So we're continuing letter eight. And we were talking about the fact that the Jewish people were the original Jewish, the fathers of the Jewish people. We were chosen, yes, but then also to be redeemed from the land of Egypt was very important to the entire idea. What we were talking about is the Kor HaBarzel, right? The crucible of suffering, that the, the existence of the Jewish nation should come about through a completely miraculous beginning, right? And that was critical to the idea that the Judaism was revealing to the world. So we're on page 115, and we are right after the quote from Yeshayo, from Isaiah. And we're talking about the fact that right when Hashem has redeemed the Jewish people, he reveals himself as the sole creator, the Lord of nature, even though human hands had sought to subjugate it. He reveals himself too as Lord over the life of nations, as vindicator of the oppressed, as judge of the arrogant. Egypt's glory collapses before the majesty of a people that has nothing but God alone. God speaks and the walls of the Egyptian prison tumble down and the people still in its fetters is free to march out. And what is this a reference to? They weren't actually still in their fetters, right? They were actually, were, they had been redeemed from their subjugation. They were no longer working hard anymore. As the plagues go on, the plagues which take a quite a bit of time, right? So the Jews are becoming progressively more, fewer restrictions on the Jewish people. However, what he's referring to is that there was an obligation for them to rush out of Mitzrayim, right? They have to eat the, the, the Karban Pesach, the sacrifice. That first year, they have to eat a Bechif Pazon, right? In a tremendous hurry. Why is it that they eat matzah? Because there wasn't enough time for the bread to rise, right? So even that was under duress. They had to rush out, right? So that's the idea. The idea is a way of saying that Hashem is, is teaching us once and for all that he still has dominion on everything at this time. Today, I went to the ocean with my parents and, and my kids. And we were, and the halacha is that the, the mitzvah, actually you're supposed to say a blessing. The first time you see the Pacific Ocean in 30 days right? You're supposed to say a blessing, right? Because it's, it's a beautiful sight. You know, you're looking at a completely wondrous creation. And the blessing that we say is that he does the action or the creation of, um, I'm sorry, he does the actions of, of a creating, right? We don't say that Hashem already did the act of creation. We say that he is doing the act of creation, right? Because that's what we believe in Judaism. The whole idea is that it's not a world was created and then Hashem takes a step back. At every moment, Hashem is in charge of what's happening in this world. And that was this critical idea that was trying to be taught to the world through the example of the freeing of the Jewish people. Let's look at footnote number five, which is on page, on page, um, oh, you know, actually, I, I explained what footnote number five was really. So we really want to get up to footnote number six, which is a pretty critical one. Let's continue on. From the hands of God, it obtained its freedom and nationhood and the goal of its liberation, the revelation of how he wants men to live, the Torah. From Israel's schooling in Egypt and its training in the wilderness, one basic trait was to be forged, emunah, rock-like trust in the one alone whom it had come to know, no matter along which paths his providence would lead it. That is a big part of why we needed to go through the troubles in Egypt, and a big part of why we need to go through the training in the wilderness. The Torah itself tells us that the makos, the plagues, right, they come both to teach the Jewish people and the rest of the world what it is that Hashem is here to do. So it's not just for the rest of the world to learn their lesson. Why do we need to learn our lesson in Egypt? Why can't we just learn our lesson through going to Mount Sinai and having Hashem reveal himself? We don't need the lesson of Egypt. 
That's for the rest of the world to see. But we are going to have this incredible moment of inspiration where we have this communication with God himself. We need all the lessons of Egypt. But the answer is we absolutely need the lessons of Egypt. Because it's only through the lessons of Egypt that we get to develop emuna, this rock-like trust, right? The fact that Hashem is there at the moments of, of you know, the peak moments in our lives, that's very easy. The emuna that's necessary to develop is the idea that no matter what is happening, Hashem is with us, right? Which is obviously one of the big messages of Purim itself, right? The name Esther means to be hidden, right? That the Hashem's name is not in the Purim story explicitly because that's a big part of what we're supposed to be developing. So our time in Egypt and our time in the desert, through all the trials and tribulations that we go through in the desert, we run out of water. We have the Egyptians surrounding us at the sea. Then we have no food to eat. We have no bread and we have no meat. Very often we are in trouble. And the entire idea is for us to develop a sense of trust in Hashem. And it takes a while. According to the Ibn Ezra, the reason why it needs to be 40 years for the Jews from the time they go into the desert until the time they go into the land of Israel is because the mentality that they had come out of Egypt with was such a terrible mentality in terms of their ability to trust and believe in a God that they needed to have it eradicated from them. And it took time for that to actually develop. So that's what takes place over the 40 years in the desert. And in truth, that's really what takes place over the time in Egypt as well. The lessons that we learn about how the things that we think are bad for us are really good for us in the end. Israel was given the Torah in the wilderness, and there, without a country and land of its own, it became a nation, a body whose soul was Torah. So what's our Hirsch speaking out? He's speaking out a very interesting point. Why does Israel have to be given the Torah in the wilderness, right? When, when Hashem makes a Beit HaMikdash, right, the special place, right, it's not in the wilderness, right? It, the place where it's his final home, it's his final resting place, where it, it's an incredible um, revelation of Hashem's presence. It's not in the wilderness, right? It's in, it's in, it's in Israel, right? So why can't the Torah be given to us in Israel as well? So the answer is that when you're in your own country, when you're in your own land, right, and then you become a nation, well, then the reason why you become a nation is by dint of the fact that you have common borders, you have common boundaries, right? You share a common, a common uh, set of um, a defined space, right? That's why you become a nation. The idea of giving us the Torah in the desert is to say, no, the reason why you are a nation is only because of the fact that you share the Torah. It's not because of common boundaries. You don't have common boundaries, right? And remember, many Egyptians had also converted to Judaism after, after the miracles that Hashem had done. So it's not just the people who are the descendants of the original 70 forebears who came down to Egypt. It's not just that either. What makes us a nation is the fact that we get the Torah in a wilderness. And the only way for us to remember that that's what makes us a nation is for it to occur in a wilderness, a place that we don't go back to. We never go to Har Sinai. We're not even sure where Sinai is, right? And we certainly don't spend time in the desert trying to retrace the route. That's just not part of, of our religion at all, right? The idea is, is that what unites us is the Torah. And for it to be abundantly clear that what unites us is the Torah, it has to be given in a way that is completely unnatural, in a place in which people are, do not normally find themselves becoming forged into a nation. Okay, we'll continue tomorrow night with footnote number six. Take care, everyone. Be well.